Flash Brief, Echo, Echo Whiskey. Welcome to our End Endless Wars Flash Brief. We'll be brief. Today's End Endless War Brief is in honor of Marine Lance Corporal David R. Baker of Painesville, Ohio, who died October 20th, 2009. The war was eight years old. It's now in its 20th year. Lance Corporal Baker was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 5th Marines, 1st Marine Division, 1st Expeditionary Force out of Camp Pendleton, California. He died as a result of injuries from the explosion of a roadside bomb while supporting combat operations in Nawa District, Afghanistan. I'm Ray Hoskins. And I'm John Burns, and this is Echo, Echo Whiskey. Man, John, man, it tears me up every single time I read about one of our, our young soldiers uh, dying in a war that, that should have been over more than a decade ago. And here we are, you know, 20 years later, still embroiled in this seemingly endless war. Yeah, which is taking, you know, it tears me up too. Marines, airmen, sailors, soldiers, we're, we're, we're losing far too many young men and women. Well, John, let's let's continue on our discussion over restraint and, and what it looks like. How does how does nuclear proliferation look in a in a grand strategy of restraint? I know that we're, we're looking at a big picture nuclear picture yeah. here it, now. Yeah, that's a little bit of a turn away from Afghanistan. But, you know, it's a it's a good topic to touch on. Right. Nuclear weapons are clearly just about the biggest threat that, that there is to security anywhere in the world, certainly the biggest threat to the United States. And the days when it was, a, it was just a Cold War competition, just us versus the Soviet Union, those days are, are, are long gone. Right. New, numerous states throughout the world uh, that possess them or could possess them in a short time. And some of those, like the, 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 the Russian remnants of the USSR, like the Chinese, the North Koreans, they're not always uh, amicable to our interests. So, um, there's, there's no combination of offense or defense that can change that reality on the ground in the world today. Man, that when you think about the fact that these the, the small actors could could get these or make them in a short amount of time, man, that's a frightening reality. What the heck are we supposed to do? Well, you know, there is some good news. The United States has the largest, most lethal arsenal of nuclear weapons on the planet. And because of the way it's structured, it, it totally acts as a deterrence to other state actors. Uh, the simple fact that, that these countries, the USSR, North Korea, China, that they have a return address, it's enough to keep them from sending nukes our way, especially because they, they don't have enough nukes to take out all the nukes that we could possibly send back. <laughs> return address. That's kind of funny when you think about it. But what about other actors who don't have this what you refer to this, as a return address? This nuclear weapon came with a self-addressed stamp missile. <laughs> so, <laughs> look, well, look, what about those guys that don't have a return address? Yeah, the, it, well, and it's not that it's not really not a laughing matter, right? This is nuclear security. Uh, the United States we, we have to remain diligent, right? Uh, we have to make sure that state actors um, who don't have them don't get weapons. Um, and um, we have to make sure that non-state actors don't get them as well. So uh, anybody who gets nuclear weapons, uh, the spread of nuclear weapons, that's just going to cause us a lot of pain. We, we have to keep it a, to a minimum. So maintaining maintaining the these small actors, not getting them... Uh, keeping the big actors at bay good lord that seems like an awfully daunting task it is and it's it's not something that that is just on the u.s alone right it's incumbent on all the nations of the world to keep nuclear weapons out of the hands of bad actors well some you know at growing up in the nuclear in the nuclear age you know some would actually suggest you know even when i was a kid that we would be better off in a world without nuclear weapons what do you think about that well if they had never been invented maybe um but 
yeah. you know, nu- nuclear weapons, um, you know, they, they have a deterrent factor to war sometimes, but it doesn't necessarily mean that there won't be any conflicts or wars. Uh, it just means that we're less likely to use nuclear weapons. Um, but it's a deterrent for other countries to use them as well, not just the United States. So what you're saying is they're, they're here to stay. Yeah, that's a Pandora's box. It's a genie out of the bottle that we can't, we can't put back in. You've so got that right. The, so then what's the nuclear answer? You know, the answer is that we continue to maintain our ability to strike back anywhere, anytime. Um, obviously, um, we have to be careful when we offer that counter-strike ability to allies. Um, we need to think about, you know, reckless drivers and, and, and free mm-hmm. riders that we've talked about and the yep. commitments that we have that, that, um, that allow other countries to duck behind our nuclear umbrella. And we need to kind of encourage them to be responsible for their own security, even where that includes nuclear deterrence, certainly if they're capable of it. And finally, uh, you know, we, we got to skip the long-term investments, spending money on nation building in places like Afghanistan and Iraq, just to distract us from real dangers like nuclear proliferation. Man, that is, that's a, that's a crap ton of information to digest for just one flash brief. And I'm sure we've only scratched the surface. Uh, you are correct, sir. Uh, we could spend weeks on the topic of nuclear deterrence alone. I mean, people have PhDs in this topic, yeah. but I think I promised to be brief at the beginning of this one, like most <laughs> of them. So, uh, so folks, uh, remember to check out uh, Concern Vets at Concern Vets on YouTube. There's plenty of information about our foreign policy outlook there. And on behalf of Concerned Veterans for America, I'm John Burns, out. And on behalf of Echo Echo Whiskey, I'm Ray Hoskins, out. <laughs>